Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Welcome back to On the Block. East Strick here. It is the second hour of On the Block. We thank each and every one of you for continuously joining and staying tuned in. And standing on the block, chopping it up with us here two to four every day five days a week during the week we're excited about it and we're glad to have you but we're going to get into some Patrick Mahomes discussion right now because uh you've watched the movie you've seen the movie and if you were a kid or have kids you definitely peeked in on Finding Nemo (laughs) you had the opportunity to look for it and you were Dory and you guys were cruising along and you were looking for Nemo but right now the NFL is looking for the next Patrick Mahomes Finding Patrick Mahomes since the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, he's had the ability to do big things in the pocket, out of the pocket, with top stars, big receivers like your Tyreek Hills, or just one person in in Travis Kelsey and a bunch in a hodgepodge of of, uh, average at best, no number ones, just a bunch of average guys out there running routes, and he's finding them and making it happen. Also the beneficiary of no holding calls <laughs> on the team when they're when they're grabbing tackling and holding everybody he's a beneficiary of that uh, shout out to Kansas City but um when you look at it Mahomes Josh Allen Justin Herbert uh they lead the way they're a three-headed monster when it comes to tier one uh regarding PFF and and the study of play creation um that's 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 where they lead the charge so finding the next Mahomes who's out there who could it be who looks it? Who looks the part? What is your thoughts initially on Mahomes? Who could be the next one up? Because Patrick Mahomes is still young. Mm-hmm. He's still got a lot of life in his uh, in his blood. Or who previously looked similar to Mahomes? What's your, what, what's your, what you say? I just want to set the, the groundwork for this conversation here. So there, there's an article from Pro Football Focus, and they're, they're trying to find the next Mahomes. You know, who compares statistically – uh, to him, they use prospects from 2017, the Mahomes draft through 2024. So prospects in this year's draft, they're trying to isolate just how much 
of the Chiefs' success is attributable to Patrick Mahomes um, and how much quarterbacks are responsible for creating offense on their own, right? We know football is a team game. We know it's not just a quarterback, but we're, we're trying to isolate a quarterback, his role in, in a successful play. So what they do here is they take uh, the passing grade, the big-time throw rate, and the turnover-worthy play rate when a quarterback is either outside of the pocket, when he has to hold the ball for longer than three seconds, when there's pressure in his face, and where they would chart the play as scramble drill. Because, Strick, I still think that that's where we think the most about Patrick Mahomes and his success, is improvising, is magic, is making something out of nothing, is escaping, right? You think you have him in your grasp, you think you have him backed into a corner, he wriggles free and makes a big throw. That's really what this article is is working on trying to figure out. So in that tier one that you mentioned, the lead from this, again, coming out of college, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, shocker, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. We like that. Josh Allen in that upper tier as well. I'm kind of surprised to see this, but I think it goes to the comparison that, that's been made quite a bit through this draft process. Caleb Williams is in this upper tier of prospects as well. You know, you talk about him as a, a Mahomes light, a smaller version of Mahomes. That seems to fit. There are some really interesting names up here, though, in that top tier. Again, as you look at a quarterback having to hold the ball, having to scramble, and still making a good throw. You look at Justin Herbert. Doesn't seem like a guy with a lot of legs, a lot of escapability. But his his grade was high enough. Sam Darnold. We've seen how that NFL career has panned out. He's in this tier. Skylar Thompson from Kansas State. Wow. Yeah, no, not so much. Uh, Michael Penix and Bo Nix, right? We know how how good those two guys are. I don't think of them being graded even remotely similar in those areas, mm-hmm. right? I think about Bo Nix as the one that's more escapable, that throws on the run, whereas Penix avoids pressure with his footwork in the pocket, but they grade similarly. But here's the one that cracked me up, Strick. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, takeover quarterbacks in this upper tier. Brock Purdy's in this tier too. Brock yeah. Purdy, the game yeah. manager, the guy who, who's just distributing the ball, who, who doesn't have a lot to do, who's a product of the system, grades out in this upper tier of quarterbacks that are able to create plays on their own, create for their teammates. That really stood out to me looking at this study because some guys below Brock Purdy in this metric are Joe Burrow, are Baker Mayfield, Trevor Lawrence, um, Jaden Daniels, Bryce Young, Drake May, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. I would take most of those guys over Brock Purdy, but according to this metric, Brock Purdy is better outside the pocket than those guys. Which is crazy, right? When you really look at it, but... That means that, listen, the San Francisco 49ers have found a gym. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's, I think Brock Purdy has continued to um, go over and beyond as far as the expectations of what people would have thought of him. I mean, mm-hmm. you thought maybe he was just a fill in. Some people were speculating and thinking he was just a younger version of Jimmy Garofalo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's shown that he, he has a, a winning edge about him. He's shown that he has a winning mentality and, and and will do what it takes. And we saw that on a couple of scrambles that he made in order to secure victories, even get them into mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. So um, 
that's what you kind of like about him. Obviously, you would probably love his arm strength and, and maybe some of his accuracy to be a little bit better. But I think he's in a very he's in a he's an effective uh, quarterback, and he, he but he shows potential to grow. He absolutely does. And I, I, I want to be clear and say that this this metric, this way of grading isn't everything, because you look at some of the tiers down below, you see like Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, who weren't great in their debut seasons, but you saw enough that you're like, huh, maybe there's something there in tier. That's tier six. So in tier five of this grade, you have um, Deshaun Watson, who's had some really good years as an NFL starting quarterback. You see Kyler Murray, who has had his his flashes of greatness. Gardner Minshew's been a serviceable backup. Mac Jones looked good as a rookie. Even to a tag of Iloa, right? Maybe he's a system quarterback, really seems like he is, but we can't deny that two is a good quarterback. Like he's good. He's solid. He's mm-hmm. down at tier five in these ratings. In the middle, you have a guy like Daniel Jones. Uh Drew Locke is, is in that tier. Um CJ Stroud is in that mid tier, right? Definitely more of a pocket guy. So so this the study isn't perfect, right? It's not the end all be all. But that, I think, is part of the bigger point here, Strick, is that in that upper tier, you have Patrick Mahomes and Sam Darnold. Their careers have absolutely not gone the same. You have Caleb Williams and Brock Purdy, two guys that don't look the same, that don't seem like they operate the same. So you can do, I think, as many of these statistical studies as you want, pick the stats that you think fit, that that define quarterback creation, but really what the lesson I learn is from this article is that you really, really don't know when you find the next Patrick Mahomes, right? He'll announce himself to you through his play with the right system, with the playmakers around him. But it's so hard to find a Patrick Mahomes that you understand why teams are investing so much draft capital into the quarterback position, so much time into developing the next quarterback. But it's so hard to do that it almost feels like in some cases... Teams would be better off filling out the rest of their roster and trying to get luckier with a Purdy than trying to build and shape the next Mahomes because you just can't tell if a guy has it or not, no matter how much scouting you do. Um, you 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 had an opportunity. If you didn't have an opportunity, those who are listening on stream as well is on Allo Channel 961. You can also find us there if you don't have the ability or not sitting in front of a computer, but you do have Allo Fiber and some local hard action in, in you. You can find us there on 90, uh, 961, but as well as if you're listening. Here's the thing. Um, when I th- You heard Merrill Hodge, longtime NBA, uh, NFL great, you know, one of the top fullbacks when, when it was time to have that uh, in his time. Great running back as well. They used him quite often. Uh, Stiller's legend. But here's the thing. He stated that it is a slippery slope with Caleb. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He he basically just lambasted the young man saying, <laughs> if you're thinking he's the next Mahomes or you're thinking he's he's him, and I hope he proves him wrong, but sometimes these guys have a little bit better eye. They've, they've, they've done a little bit more scouting. They've spent a little bit more time watching the film. 
Um, but they don't seem to have a, you know, high uh, ceiling for Caleb Williams. Which is weird because I think the ceiling is high for Caleb Williams. I think the floor is low, though. Right. He still put up some pretty mm. good numbers at USC this year. But Strick, we didn't see him elevate USC. I think the way that, that we think he probably should have or could have been able to. You see the arm talent. I'm not just talking about strength. You see the, the touch on the intermediate and short throws. You see the deep ball accuracy. You see that he can get outside the pocket and scramble. You see that he can throw on the run. I don't think talent is quite the issue. I don't think even work ethic is the issue, right? I think Caleb Williams has a pretty good head on his shoulders and is going to work hard at being an NFL number one quarterback and being the face of probably the Bears, but if not, then, you know, the Commanders or the Patriots or wherever he ends up going. It just seems like there's something mental with Caleb Williams, right? Where you can't exactly put your finger on it because, again, I think he's a hard worker. I think he's a competitor, but then you hear some of the, the comments he's made. Well, I don't know if I'm going to declare for the draft if I don't like the place that drafts me. And again, for a guy that's that talented, you, you expected it from Mahomes at Texas Tech, where there wasn't much of a roster around him. He was some nobody prospect, you know, three-star at this point. The Tech had to take a flyer on, because that's really you know the type of guy they could get. Caleb Williams was highly rated, right? He's a guy that you expect to be able to, to carry a team, even when it might be unfair to ask it of him. It just seems like there's something missing with Caleb Williams that I hope he's able for his sake to figure out in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I think he's a better version of him. I, I would say his footwork is probably a little bit better, but um, he just reminds me so much, Austin, of Dak Prescott. I think probably his arm, arm strength is maybe better than Dak's. But he just – just style. Let me just say stylistically okay. looks to me kind of like Dak. Now, I think he may exceed him. I think probably the closest version that we've seen as of late of what Mahomes has become, would you agree, is probably Russell Wilson. A, a prime Russell Wilson back in the day. Russell Wilson. Would you, would you – I can, uh, I can you see where you're coming from with that one. Keep talking to me. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just thinking and trying to, um, you know, look at just the the way that they were able to uh, create more opportunity and time, and when things seemed to boggle down or break down, uh, Russell Wilson in his prime had a knack for just being able to um, give that extra time that was needed in order to uh, make things happen. Uh, what I was surprised to see, though, Austin. I was surprised to see Joe Burrow so so far down, but that's a lot of that is attributed to his sack rate. Mm-hmm. Now, I for me, a comparable of Joe Burrow would be Tom Brady. Now, yeah. please don't yeah. knock me on that. I'm just saying, just don't seem to have the agility and the ability to just you know find space that knows how to use his footwork to get up in the pocket and and create throwing opportunities, but just not necessarily in a scramble mode. I see where you're coming from with, with that Burrow-Brady comparison. What if I throw this one out to you for uh, Mahomes? What if he's an upgraded Andrew Luck? Mahomes? Yeah. Interesting. Because I think I think Russ had some of that, that dual threat ability, but I think Russ used it a little bit more, right? Andrew Luck, I don't think... He had the designed runs like Russell Wilson did early in his career. 
I think mm-hmm. he was a tough son of a gun that was going to fight for those yards. It was more than willing to scramble. Um, Mahomes is definitely better outside the pocket than Luck was. I think Luck was definitely more of a pocket guy um, at heart, but he could make plays on the run. Whereas Strick, I think Patrick Mahomes is equally comfortable inside of and outside of the pocket, right? In the pocket, he's learning, has learned how to process at an extremely high level to take what the defense gives him. But outside the pocket, he has the arm strength. He has the creativity, the ingenuity to to keep defenses guessing and maybe make a play that's not available for every quarterback. I see where you're going, Austin. And I've got my shades on as if I'm sitting here at the poker table. (laughs) And you called and I raise you uh, a quarterback. Okay. And and here's the here's where I think Josh Allen is an upgraded Andrew Luck, which is more scramble okay. ability. Okay, sure, I'll fold on that. You got me. Okay, I, I, that's the way I I would view it. I think I think Josh Allen. Um, I, well, I, I'm going to say I don't know what the freak happened to Stephon Diggs. I don't know. I don't know if Stephon Diggs him, know what happened to Stephon Diggs. But it it's hurt. You know. As I look at that Bills team right now, and, and shout out to Jay Foreman, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, kill you too bad. But boy, would I love to see Josh Allen in a Vikings uniform with the Jefferson, Jefferson, Woo! Oh, Hawkinson. Oh, oh, I, I don't know. I'm the, that's just me throwing out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, send Stephon back to Minnesota Christmas. with him. I mean, I, I'm just throwing out a wish list on Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I think if he had a Justin Jefferson type. Boy, that would be some danger. It'd be like Kenny Loggins uh, in the danger zone. to the danger zone. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. I'm rolling. I'm absolutely rolling. Um, Strick, I want to get to this, too, on Patrick Mahomes before break. I think about how the conversation around Patrick Mahomes has shifted since he took over, right? Think about 2018's Patrick Mahomes throwing the deep ball, getting outside the pocket, flipping it with the left hand, the sidearm, underhand stuff. <laughs> Underarms, arms are like this. <laughs> a lot of people are sure. Austin, there's a lot of sure, you know, dynamics yeah. underneath. Yeah. And he's doing that. Underarming people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he's pulling that off, and he's he's taking the league by storm. It's incredible. To this last year, Strick, Patrick Mahomes, there's this tweet going around about the average depth of target for his touchdown passes this year was less than five yards. Patrick Mahomes had to become a game manager. So before, in 2018, it's, oh, he's too wild. He's too reckless. He's not going to get away with this stuff forever. The league will adjust. He's got to learn to take what's available and check down. Now get to this year, and the conversation is, well, is Patrick Mahomes really so great? He's just a game manager. You know, he didn't, didn't throw it deep. We don't know if he's still got it in him. And that, to me, is the mark of greatness and the mark of a quarterback that that has some staying power because he's shown he can win both ways, and people are nitpicking, right? You're not going to have it both ways very often where you have the deep passes, you have the checkdowns, you have the intermediate stuff. I think the fact that people are bringing up that conversation about, about Patrick Mahomes shows just how good he is, that he's at the level that people have to nitpick him to find something wrong with the way he plays football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that always happens with the greats, right? Yeah, it, it's it's always something, and and you know I think, um, you know I, I, I they always said that about Tom Brady too. Right? Mm-hmm. Just think about all the stuff they would try to come up with Tom, and then Tom would find a Julian Edelman type, <laughs> and then 
then Tom would, you know, to me, the greatest matchup for right now is, you know, what, what New England had with the matchup between Tom and Gronk. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. the issue is going to be, can they keep Kelsey and can Kelsey sustain the run that Gronk and together, the mm-hmm. run that it's like Gronk didn't want to play for nobody else except for Tom. It's like they had this telepathic <laughs> thing going with each other and they understood each other and, and where each other was going to be and just to have that long of success. But Tom was, he had an innate ability to find out who that next person is. I don't care if it was a running back, it was, you know, uh, white or uh, if it was uh, sexy Rexy. Um, <laughs> it, it, I don't care who it was. He just had an innate ability to, to, to create, find the matchup uh, problem and was able to attack it. Mm-hmm. And, and Mahomes, Mahomes seems to be in that same mind frame and in that same mode. Absolutely. And that's where I think what this uh, pro football focus thing doesn't measure, and even what it's hard to measure at the combine, is that mental acuity, the preparation, the ability to, to know talent when you see it and get on the same wavelength with a guy like that. It's basically impossible to, to measure. Steve on YouTube, Justin on YouTube, appreciate you guys tapping in. Brad, anonymous Cubs fan, notorious BIB, appreciate y'all as well. Um, a guy that's in tier two of this pro football focus study hasn't even had a tier two career to this point. Justin Fields. He's the subject of a lot of conversation. We're going to talk about Justin Fields. Would Strick keep Justin Fields? Would he trade him? What are some hypothetical offers on the table for the Bears' young quarterback? We'll get to that. Keep talking to NFL next segment here during On the Block. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 